Good day, ladies and gentlemen. I am Rob here in my basement lair. And happy to report that yesterday was a success with going online for gaming. Uh, what we did is change our plans a little bit, as so many people have. I'm not special in that way. Just reporting what happened. Um, I decided that it was just simply irresponsible for my group to get together <laughs> face-to-face at the table. And while that is the optimal way of playing a role-playing game in my mind, um, it's not the only way. We live in a golden age where technology has helped us out, which is good. So instead what I did was I opened up my Discord server, which I've had for a while but never really used, and <laughs> we, uh, I invited all my players. They got onto the server and activated voice chat and everything went swimmingly. And I also recorded the myself on Facebook with a, a, a go live. And that worked out, I think, pretty well. Not a lot of the players actually looked at me <clears throat> on the Facebook. I was keeping track of how many people were clued in. And it only stayed consistent at two or three, for the most part. But we were able to play on voice for the the night. What we did instead of my you my normal plan, which was to do session zero for the um, Mutants and Masterminds three uh, Mighty Protectors game, which I am ready to go on. Uh, instead, I wanted to. There's a bit of nuance involved with that. And we have my game and uh, two PDF copies of the game that are in the hands of two of the players. And I was like, yeah, when it comes down to character creation and starting it all off, my session zero would basically be me framing the world and the situation the characters find themselves in. But it would be a real headache to do all of the fine-tuning session zero stuff I'd want to do. Like, you know, bring them the the, the, the the solo bit where they I describe where they came from and how they get to the point where they enter into the story. Just easier to do face to face and after we've tweaked their characters uh, a little bit to uh, to get them ready to go. <clears throat> so we didn't do that. Instead, uh, the the podcast I did yesterday talking about 316 Carnage amongst the stars, that's what we did. The players were amenable to the idea because I don't think they wanted to be cheated out of the experience of that session zero and having a less, you know, meaningful experience. Not that it would have had a lot less meaning. It just would have made things more, you know, a little awkward. The distance does kind of have a, a, a bit of a toll. It would have taken longer as well. I don't know if I would have been able to get through everybody at the pace we were going. So instead, we played 316 Cards Amongst the Stars, which is a very fast-paced game, I need to remember. Because uh, we just blazed through it. Um, realistically, <clears throat> the game itself has a tendency to be uh, somewhat shallow. Uh, it's a game that a guy came up with in 24 hours. I mean, it's not... We're not looking at Chaucer here. We're we're looking at a fairly straightforward, this is how you shoot, this is how you do anything else, go with it. 
uh, kind of a game. And the monsters are reduced to how many kills you get with each pull of the trigger uh, that successfully lands. Uh, no individual statistics or hit points or anything like that. So, yeah, it's it's a little bit of a, a weird game uh, as far as calling it a role-playing game because it's quite possible to go through the night without playing much of a role other than I shoot aliens. But <clears throat> all that being said, we ran through the system. The mechanics worked. The dice bot worked in the Discord. The players were able to hear and understand me and I them. Uh, so ultimately, we have the distance game thing pretty good. If I was going to go with a more tactical role-playing game, I would definitely look up Roll20. Uh, I have used Roll20 very, very, very limited amounts. I did it one day with a person who wanted to start up a game, and that didn't go anywhere, but it was my first sample of Roll20, which I'm grateful for. Um, it's intriguing and it offers some interesting elements to the game. I don't know if my group is quite ready for that. Right now, getting everybody on Discord was my first Herculean challenge to get over. And I like the voice chat on it. <clears throat> it makes things much simpler uh, to play with other people without having to type everything. That's probably one of the biggest hurdles that we've leaped with technology is the ability to chat uh, in a decent forum. Although you do have to learn some new rules to talking. People have to take their turns. Everybody can't talk over each other like you could at a table. And that is important to know. It's an important distinction. <sighs> Excuse me. My goodness. But yes, um, Everybody, you know, worked it out. We got used to it. After I we got done playing, I asked everybody, well, what'd you think? And they're all on board. Also importantly, uh, a couple of my players uh, play from the next city over, which is about a half an hour's drive away. And we live in Wisconsin. So in Wisconsin, occasionally, weather is not conducive to driving safely. And I've always felt guilty when my players would come over after a long trip through snow through freezing rain through icy roads and now we have an option where okay hey you can't be here at the table hey i got a server set up you can chat with us i have a smartphone that i can go onto our facebook group and i can record I can show you what the battlefield looks like. I can show you what the DM looks like. It's fun. We can do that. Um, it's clearly, again, not quite as good of an experience as everybody sitting here at the table. Um, because we're friends and we like to chat with each other and stuff. And that's a lot harder to do over Discord. Not impossible, mind. Just, just tougher. And you do lose a little bit of not being able to look in people's eyes and, and judge their expressions and their body language to, you know, tell, are you, are you meeting them where you want to? What's the reaction they're getting out of this encounter? Because personally, looking back at the game that we played last night, I would have been a bit bored. Um, it wasn't my finest, certainly. And I can do a lot better. Um, I was just kind of 
rocking back on my heels a little bit because a couple of the rules as I remember them aren't really what were in the book. I think we played under some house rules the first time that I played it, and I just kind of went with that, but it took a little while before I felt really comfortable playing this again. And it's a, like I said, it's a good game, and it's got a lot of potential. It's just the, the encounters as they list them are easy to run mechanically, but they're a little shallow. So I have to get back on the game if I'm going to run this again next the next play session, which is two weeks from now. But I'm prepared to do it because you don't want to have large breaks where the group gets used to not getting together and then they pick up habits of not being uh, together in the same group. Uh, excuse me a moment. That sneeze earlier wreaked a horrible harvest, I'm afraid. But here we are. So, at any rate, the game went well. Uh, the players all survived, although for some it was by the skin of their teeth. So there was a little excitement. Uh, part of the mechanics are distinctly unfair. <clears throat> for example, uh, one of the characters is the corporal of the group. And if the group... Uh, gets to a range where the corporal who has the biggest guns in the group can bring those weapons to bear uh, the corporal can get the highest kill count easily getting the highest kill count is how you level in this game that's important because leveling gives you higher statistics uh, it opens up the door for you to succeed more often so that you can get more kills. It's a kind of a vicious cycle, really. So, yeah. Um, getting that position is the sweet spot in the game. And, quite honestly, then after that, uh, whoever is, didn't get the most kills, everybody else dices, highest D10 die roll gets to get a level 2. So there's a little bit of fiat. You can be effective, you can help out everybody in the game, but at the same time, you can ultimately fail because you did not, um, you didn't kill the most things, and luck wasn't with you on the turnaround die roll to level up. Now, the good news is, uh, everybody does get some advantages for going up levels. Some of them have nice shiny medals, for instance, and all of them are a little bit better with certain guns than they were before which also is good because that helps them get more kills. But uh, the way the game is framed, the, the, the person who's the corporal, and optionally the person who is the sergeant, has the potential for getting the most kills easiest. But it worked out quite well. Uh, the, the game, I think, I think people had fun for a trial of getting through. The next time we should be a bit more comfortable and everybody should be set up to go and already know all they need to know about the technology and how to run everything. <coughs> so yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think we'll be we'll be fine. And like I said, I'm like it's nice to have a digital tool for the group. In addition, it's been a long time since I ran a game online and I didn't have voice chat when I did it. So this opens up doors for me too. If I want to start running things, if I can scrounge some time to do it. I could very easily run games over my own Discord server. <clears throat> Just set up a few extra rooms uh, for those places specifically. 
Um, there are any number of games, really, that I could <clears throat> run using this, including my own dice file game. Get some playtesting on that. Or a game like Savage Worlds could be fun using that if you have a dice roller that can roll any kind of die quickly and easily. So, yeah, online gaming. Seriously, for those of you who haven't tried it, if you've turned up your nose at it because it's not a real gaming experience, it's close enough to scratch that itch. I'm, again, not going to say that it's just as good, but it is close enough that it can scratch that itch and let you play games or otherwise you wouldn't have a choice, wouldn't have any op option to, uh, which is cool. <clears throat> it's, like I said, golden age. Many, many, many role-playing games on the market. Tons of role-playing games that you can download and try older games. And then on top of that, you have the option of, uh, you know, playing with virtually anybody, anywhere, with a little bit of software download to... Uh, to do pretty well so yeah that's my report on how that went and it's exciting quite honestly i know uh, a lot of people play exclusively online i've seen streams where lots of people are playing in the comfort of their own homes and they've got the video streams all going at the same time um i don't think we're ready for that <clears throat> if i was going to make a streaming uh you know, like a video series or something. I could probably do that, but I need, you know, the commitment of everybody involved. And um, we're not there yet, simply. This is a first step. It's a baby step, but it's an important one because now this is something we have. This is a new tool that we have to play together. And there are always going to be circumstances that'll come up that somebody will have to miss, somebody's car will go down can't make it but if they're home and they have internet they can still play side by side and if they have the smartphone and they can open up discord at the very least we could open up that avenue so that they can hear what's going on and, and maybe talk uh, and, and still feel like they're contributing even if they can't physically be here so that's exciting to me that's that's a nice tool that I've been looking for so ultimately yeah I have to report the online gaming thing can work for a while. Would I want to go exclusively to it? No. Um, we have some, you know, a few wrinkles to work out here, which we will get to. I don't think that we'll at any one point in time really exclusively want to lean on this venue. But if I have the opportunity to play with a bunch of friends that I couldn't get to together physically, this might be a decent option. It also might open the door for some of the friends that I've had over the years to maybe come in, poke their head inside a game and, and play a little bit, even if they're physically so busy that's not been an option until now. I certainly hope so. And I'm looking forward to taking another step with the online game thing. So if you out there have been thinking about it, uh, I wholeheartedly encourage you to look it, look it over. Uh, from the Roll20 community, it's a big one, a lot of people playing a lot of games online, some very exciting stuff. Just be choosy. <laughs> there's also, just like any uh, community, there's going to be some that are a little too out there for comfort, depending on what your comfort level is, of course. If you're the sickest person out there, then maybe there's nothing to shock you, but there's some, there's some weird stuff on Roll20 too. 
And if you, you know, ever thought about Discord, I know some people use it to play video games so they can chat without going over uh, sometimes a non-existent voice voiceover feature on a game and you want to play with your friends. That's a great option. But it really opens the door to role-playing to a point where you can talk uh, reliably with other people as well as possibly using other features like being able to pass notes to each other by doing it directly over the Discord server. That is really cool. Uh, not going to lie. It's nice uh, for both the Game Master and the players. Uh, so integrating these kind of things is is definitely cool. If you're going to go so far as to go with something like Fantasy Grounds, which costs money, um, you might be able to get even more experiences out of that. If you go with D&D Beyond, uh, if you're into the D&D thing, you're only going to get the most basic experience unless you buy books. You have to unlock content by buying your books over again on D&D Beyond. Not my thing, because I have a library of physical books. I don't want to buy them all over again, just so I can play online. Uh, although, I do have to say, one one person who has unlocked all those books unlocks them for your whole group, which is awesome. Uh, I, have, I have managed to do that. I was in a group where one person had unlocked everything, and that did allow us to do pretty much anything, which was cool. Very cool. Uh, after that, however, I have to say, I'm, I'm not all that impressed with the idea of having to buy my books again. So I'm not, not high on D&D Beyond. I can get by just fine on Discord and uh, Facebook Live like we cobble together. And uh, from the little bit that I tried <laughs> with Roll20, which is kind of a, an open uh, version, just you, know, you have to add your own details for the most part. Um, it's a great platform, uh, giving you the ability to do maps and layers on maps so that you can have fog of war and different stuff like that. It just requires you to do a bit more work as the game master is all. Otherwise, it's very similar to using Discord, uh, but it can handle multiple visual feeds and things. I, I think Discord can too. I just haven't played with that yet. So yeah, that's my... I, I'm, I'm probably actually going to go to the visual feed on Discord if I can, and we'll see how that works out. If you're screaming at me because I could have done that, yeah. Well, I now have a, a record on Facebook, too, for anybody who cares to recap or take a look at how we did it. So, you know, that's good. All right, I am... I've made this already too long, and I'm sorry. Um, just wanted to report on the success of the online game. I am perfectly willing to talk about this with anybody who's interested or has any questions. Just hit me up on either a voice message on my Anchor, uh, Have Basement Will Podcast site, or an email to omnisci at att.net, or go ahead and drop me a message on the Omnisci page on Facebook, and I'd be more than happy to talk about it with you. So, I'm Rob, down here in my basement. Thanks for joining me, and I'll see you the next time I'm down here making a podcast. Farewell. <laughs>